What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hey, you, were, you were supposed to come in. What? You were supposed to come in. Was I? I'm not participating. See, the, the, the thing is, we didn't practice this. No, and as and as Rocky tells us, training is key to everything. In fact, training is the only thing that matters. My sister used to think it was Rocky Five now, which made no sense because there was four so- much better movies before. But Rocky also, Five. the song was that song was in the first movie. Well, she so didn't know that. Why would they be singing about Rocky Five probably- unless they had some incredible prescience that they knew they were going to do at least five movies? They knew that Rocky Five was going to be the best of the franchise, and they needed to flag it early. <laughs> oh God! The anyway, two big Rocky fans. On a night out to go see Creed 2. Why don't we start from the beginning? Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Kathy. And you're listening to the cinema where we walk home from the movies. Yes. And yeah, we forgot we're, about that bit. We're going to see Creed 2. So excited. This is like, I think, next to Mission Impossible Fallout. You can stop now. Please stop. Um, this is the movie I've been most excited for this year. Yeah. Like, I've avoided all details about it. Except, well, I mean, it's hard to ignore the fact that Ivan Drago's back. Yes, I mean, I could not be more excited by this. And his son is going to be fighting I mean, Creed. It's I mean, incredible. That is such a good setup. It's everything I ever wanted from a Rocky movie. Just think of the levels of rivalry we have here, yeah. right? Okay, so you've got Apollo. Well, spoilers here for Rocky Four, um, but shame on you all if you haven't <laughs> seen the best movie of all time. Um, Ivan Drago kills Apollo Creed <gasps> in the ring. Kills him. Yeah. And didn't seem to care no, about an eyelid either. No one minded really. Quite, Rocky. quite a villain. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rocky then fights him, defeats him, and in the process defeats communism. And in the process a drags concept. a sled along on his bare back. Okay. Best training montage. <laughs> and actually, that, that montage you're mentioning has a brief interlude where Adrian gets off the plane. And then he has another montage. <laughs> like two back-to-back so montages. Um, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, no, that's, I'm still talking. Oh, okay. Wait, I'm, I'm setting the movie up. This is how a good sports okay. promoter does it. You've got to set the lineup okay. and, the, and the stakes and the history. Right. Rocky defeats Ivan Drago in eight, the 80s. Yeah. Where's an American <clears throat> Cut flag? Cut to 30. Yeah. <laughs> if I changed, you can change too. No, Dave. And cut the, to Rocky Five. Rocky Balboa, no. which was awesome. Creed, which was awesome. That's Rocky Six. I thought it was called Rocky Balboa. Get your facts straight. No, no Rocky, Rocky Five is called, Rocky, is called Rocky Five. Rocky Six is called Rocky Balboa, though. Yeah. That's what I said. Rocky Five and then Rocky Balboa. Oh, there was a comma between that sentence. And then okay. Creed, and now Creed Two, which, to be fair, is a bit of a weak title. Yeah, so we have a rivalry between um, Creed, between Drago, between, therefore, by Drago's son. We've got a rivalry between Sylvester Stallone or Rocky and Ivan Drago there's so much going on here and this this is the kind this has the kind of history decades of rich history that you can't 
get in a normal movie if, if you presented this as a movie where you know not a normal movie comes along and you've got a decades old rivalry between the two coaches but this, you're just being told that in that two hours you're just being told that, movie, that and yeah. you have to buy into it but we don't have to buy into it he murdered we, his best friend we saw it we saw it now ago. slightly what dampens the excitement for me is that I've seen them together in the Expendables one of those movies yeah okay so it would have been cooler if they hadn't done that going on record here I think the Expendables are terrible movies yeah. I've seen two of them they're just dreadful I mean I enjoyed them but by the by I have no, to tell a hilarious anecdote so um, we have a babysitter and she's quite young and when she came over we said we're going to see Creed and she said oh I've heard that's good but because I haven't seen the first one I don't think I'll go we're dying <laughs> we didn't mention Rocky she's too nice we were like do you mean the first <laughs> seven the first seven now Michael B. Jordan I was ready to say get out of my house <laughs> except then we wouldn't have had a babysitter oh, been yeah. able to come um, so Michael B. Jordan love him uh, loved Creed like we didn't do the podcast when Creed is out but like we, I remember us going to the cinema with like relatively minimal expectations what and a coming movie. out of that cinema like literally gonna fly now well that I mean that barely factors in in fact the way they wove that in was amazing was they teased superb. us with the music um, but oh, that's what a right we're excited we're pumped we're also going to get wine and pizza at the cinema so like very very excited this is um, proper yeah this is proper night out um, this is Creed level night out alright let's right, go over here go. see you on the other side In the ring, you got rules. Outside, you got nothing. Life hits you with all these cheap shots. People like me, we live in the past. You got people that need you now. You got everything to lose. This guy's got nothing to lose. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. But you don't think I could beat him? I was afraid I couldn't live up to these expectations. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty inside my DNA. You don't think you got your validation? I got loyalty, got loyalty inside my DNA. I got loyalty, got war and peace inside my DNA. Right, we're just out of Creed. What's two. your name? Creed! <laughs> That's the best line of the movie. He, um, What's your name? Creed! It That's was awesome. great. That was, yeah. that was great fun. I'm sorry, I'm just like wiping off my tears because I cried so much at the end. It was so emotional. The end was excellent. The end was excellent. But let's not talk about the end. Okay, no. before we go to Spoiler Street, which will have full spoilers as always, let's talk about our general thoughts of Creed 2. Cathy, go. I loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've already covered everything this. I wanted. Why to say did it. you love it? What is your name? <laughs> I loved everything about it. Um, funny because we actually rewatched um, the first Rocky recently, and I love you know I love Rocky and I love the movies and I love the pace of them and I love how they're written. Um, it's a but this is just they really moved like Sylvester Stallone has really moved it with the times. Like it is not, it is not a franchise that that's stuck in the past but at the same time it's a franchise that completely pays homage to its past at all times like throughout the movie I knew the beats it was going to hit and I knew the structure that the fights were going to take I just knew it but that didn't make it any less impactful it just it felt like such a full circle I feel like we should have watched Rocky 4 before we watched this um, but I just there's a lot of Rocky oh 4 God. footage in this yeah I, I love I, Michael sorry, B. Jordan can no. I jump in I, no because okay. you always give out when I interrupt okay you. you're right I do okay I love Michael B. Jordan and I love Tessa Thompson and she is really where the you know the core difference between this new version of the 
the story versus the original because Adrian's character was always just weird and like the sexual politics between her and Rocky were weird when we rewatched it. But when you watch this, it's a very pure relationship that her and Michael B. Jordan have, and I love it. <coughs> now the movie still doesn't pass the Bechdel test, I'll just say that, but that aside, I absolutely love this movie. Um, oh, it just literally packs the punch and I'm not being cheesy. It's just, every part of it's amazing right. for me. It's just everything I love about a Rocky movie. I loved all the stuff with Draco. And to be honest, the only thing that I'm disappointed by... <coughs> sorry, we're both coughing. It's yeah, sorry, it's really ideal. gross. The only thing I'm disappointed by is that we didn't also see Rocky and Draco fighting because that would have just been awesome. <laughs> no, that would have been too that's much. That's what I wanted. Also, okay? spoiler alert. No, that's not a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Okay. Rocky and Draco <coughs> don't fight. Anyway, okay? I was going to jump in and, and just say uh, we, we need to go to the ATM to get the. Yeah, I thought to, there was one down the here. Pay for the babysitter. The, um, there's yeah. one over there. Okay, right. Um, <coughs> This is really interesting stuff. This is live cash withdrawal. This is what you get when you're on the walk home from the cinema. <laughs> um, I, I was just going to pipe in to agree with you in that <clears throat> this movie is, is exactly as you described and this franchise in that it's a well, well, well-worn formula that he, he perfected, that has been perfected years ago, decades ago and hasn't really changed. Like the beats of this movie you can kind of see a mile off. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I mean, instantly, said. when one thing happened, we said, all right, so the next bit's going to happen But it's then. one of those rare things. It's almost like um, old cheesy action movies or, or like a familiar sketch. If it, I, 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 This is a weird reference, but like the fast show, the sketch show, they, they were the same sketches over and over again and you knew the punchline was coming, but it was the setup would change slightly and it makes the anticipation of the punchline all the more enjoyable yeah. because you know it's coming um, but you're right he does move it on this film <clears throat> the films always these well these films in particular feel fresh yeah. while feeling the same I mean he's got Michael and, B. Jordan <clears throat> he's like one of the biggest new stars in the world and and he was I'm presuming Sylvester Stallone because he's all over these movies would have been would have made the final <clears throat> casting decision years ago and he would have picked him well we don't know that for sure yeah but like he but, would have signed off on it like like that was a yeah. phenomenal casting decision like, he's just so good in this movie he's excellent but Stallone, yes, Stallone, <laughs> his very, like, um, persona is just it wrapped into the fabric of the Rocky franchise. Like He, well, he is, writes them, he produces them, he stars he, in them. He is the Rocky franchise. And do you know Dave, what I love? He is Rocky. He's not the Rocky franchise. He, <laughs> he He's everything. Of, yeah, but as in he, he owns it and built it. And just watching him inhabit this character every time is beautiful. Every and time he sits at Adrian's grave, <coughs> I just cry. Yeah. But do you oh, know what? I love it. Do you know what? I love... <coughs> It's a brilliant... Not enough attention is paid often to Sylvester Stallone's performance of Rocky because it's a brilliant, sweet performance. The way he moves, the physicality of him, as it evolved over the decades, has never really changed. You watch the original Rocky and you watch him now. He, The way he moves, there's a real slow sort of <clears throat> swagger to it. Not yeah. a swagger. Swagger implies um, ego. There's a humbleness to him, and he's almost like this big lumbering giant, even though he's quite a small man. Um, yeah, but I think that's <coughs> probably in part of how he instructs himself to be shot. But no, it's it's just perfect. He and like, and we've seen, and it's not Sylvester Stallone because we've seen him as Rambo, and we've seen him. Yeah. He's a really good actor. Cobra, like he <coughs> he literally becomes Rocky, and uh, for me, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky are <coughs> entirely separate yeah. things in many ways. I like, agree. 
like we see Rocky Balboa up on screen but just to another <clears throat> back to your point there about the history of this that is what I love about this franchise so much in that the the life of Rocky Balboa is par- is parallel like and his success story exists in both the real world and in the fictional world of Rocky Balboa and, and there's a scene in this this isn't a spoiler <coughs> where they, they revisit the, uh, the steps those famous steps in Philadelphia and the statue which is there and we see tourists posing in front of the statue and we see tourists running up the steps and that's what happens in Philadelphia that's in real life to run up those because steps. Rocky Balboa is as much of a legend in, in our world as he is in that movie and <coughs> that informs everything that comes after that and the other he's a champ <coughs> the other thing I loved about this movie um in particular this and the last one it's really rooted in family yeah uh, kind of in the in the way that Fast and the Furious is but with a bit more pathos no I would not compare these no all right, all. I'm, I'm just saying come in on that. Fast and the Furious they say the word family a lot <laughs> yeah, that's no the actual word. family yeah. in that movie I just couldn't help but say family without thinking this of Fast this movie is like very much at its core about like fathers and sons and, and legacies yeah. and grandsons but you know it's a lot less ostentatious than it used to be <laughs> I think it was around Rocky 3, Rocky 4 that it was just like so gaudy visually and they brought it back to reality again. Well, and like, I love that Rocky just is back in that disgusting flat he's always lived in and like his restaurant, Adrian's restaurant, is so gross. Like you would never eat there and in fact nobody eats there because it's an empty in every scene. Well, the thing is that the problem is that they, they, wrote, they wrote themselves into a corner really as the Rocky series uh, progressed because and that was almost Sylvester Stallone's biggest challenge with it is how do you keep inventing fresh challenges for Rocky as he himself becomes more and more successful and ostentatious as you say and that's one of the main plots of Rocky 3 in particular where he's he's, he is the heavyweight champion of the world he's lost his edge he's got all this money but it's hollow and I feel like this movie funnily enough drew a lot from Rocky 3 rather than Rocky 4 uh, particularly in terms of um, Adonis's sort of main plot and, and motivation, it's very similar to to Rocky Three in that regard. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think we should um, apologies for coffee. Can we? I think we should go to Spoiler Street. To be honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's let's go on to Spoiler Street. Um, um, but, I just but, think actually, everyone sorry, should watch it. Quick, quick. Um, yeah. No. Let's go to Spoiler Street. Okay. And also, I loved um, it. it's self-contained, right? You can actually watch this movie having never seen any of them and I think get a lot out of it, which is very unusual for a movie this far in a franchise in that having seen the previous ones adds to it, but it wouldn't detract from it if you hadn't. And to be fair to the movie, um, all of the information that you need, all of the context of the history is provided to you um, pretty seamlessly. It's a recap um, of, of movie four, let's say it. But, yeah, yeah, but, but not, in a good way. But not in a clunky way. No, and in I mean, a good way. That, it, it benefits them in that... <laughs> It's a huge sporting event that the whole world will be looking at. So, of course, you're going to have documentaries and television uh, commentators mentioning the history and yeah. reminding us. And they've got the footage exactly. which they're playing on TV. So, <coughs> it's it's the perfect excuse to sort of give, give you a reminder of that context. Oh, and also, before we get to spoilers, because this isn't a spoiler. So, the guy who plays Drago, I thought, did a really good job of playing someone. Ivan or Victor? 
Sorry, the younger one. Okay, yeah, I was going to talk about him. Yeah, he's first of all, all right. If you want to picture him, if you haven't seen the movie, if you picture Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades of Grey, but with like two hundred pounds more of muscle, <laughs> that's what this guy looks like. It's uncanny how much he looks like him. But he conveyed like he, he essentially didn't speak in the movie, and he conveyed just like brute force. He conveyed sadness. He conveyed desperation. Like he was so good, and like his story really touched me, and his relationship with his father really touched me as well, which I wasn't expecting at all. I just wish that he had had that like blonde buzz cut that his dad had in the fourth one. <laughs> in honor of I was disappointed Ivan. that his hair was like normal and brown. I really thought he was no, going to have that. You would not have been able to and take it seriously. And then Brigitte Nielsen's in this movie, which I did not know at all. And I was just thoroughly pleased to see her because that was very unexpected. And my last memory of Brigitte Nielsen, side note, is um, on the Late Late Show, which is an Irish chat show. Did you ever see this? She was wearing... She was on it. And I, I think she was on it because she was on, like, Celebrity Big Brother or something. But she was on the Late Late Show wearing these, like, really high boots. And then the presenter, Pat Kenny, who's really awkward or things like that, somehow they got talking about her boots and she took them off and tried to put them on Pat Kenny. And I would just never forget watching that and thinking this is one of the best things I've ever seen. And I've loved her ever since. I never expected us to be talking about Pat Kenny <laughs> and the Late Late Show on this podcast. Anyway, right, we're but turning But to all on, our Irish listeners... Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> We're turning on to Spoiler Street now. Okay, uh, so that guy's... So spoilers now for Rock Creed 2. For Rocky 7, <laughs> 8. Rocky, Rocky 8, eight. Creed 2. Um, that guy's called... I looked him up. Florian Mon- Montanao, I think his name is. He's a Romanian boxer, not an actor. Wow, um, impressive. He's a Romanian heavyweight boxer. And I agree with you. I thought he was a standout. Yeah. To the point where his... Um, his motivations and his journey, both him and his father, were actually slightly more compelling to me than Creed's. They were so fleshed out that by the end I wanted him to win, which yeah. I don't think I was supposed to. I, the, I, I thought he really needs this. I only teared up at one moment in this movie, um, and it was when... At the very end, when his father threw in the towel and I gave know, him a hug. Oh, it was so beautiful. And he said, it's okay, yeah. and I thought that... That, that was beautiful. Was perfect. Because the movie and just completely set off that the dad lived to make this son a fighter so that the dad could regain glory and the dad and could get back at the ex-wife who... So as soon as the dad lost this boxing match, bit. left the son. So she abandoned the child and son immediately, uh, the child and, and dad, because the dad lost a boxing match, which is very strange behaviour. Yeah, but she and was she weird in Rocky up, Four as well. She all shows up to watch her son play in this... Work so he's a nobody, right? This son is like not even a professional boxer. He's in the he's in like the final round against the world heavyweight champion, holding his own, which you would say like it's pretty impressive. She walks off. She's like, I've no time for this. When she realizes he's not going to win, and then when he sees it's the empty seat, and he's just so devastated when he sees that she's left because this was his moment to win her approval back. And then the dad, you think for a minute the dad's going to leave too because all the dad's ever done is like train him to the point of him practically mowing him down with a car to make him run faster in the training montage. And he does and he throws the towel in and he stops the fight. And it's just amazing. I loved it. She kind of <clears throat> took me out of the movie a bit because of just how much of a cartoonish, moustache-twirling, bizarre villain she was. But you know, she used to be married to Sylvester Sloan. <clears throat> yeah, I know. So and I don't know. I'd say he just thought he'd bring her back in for the laugh. I don't know. It was weird, but I just really enjoyed it. No, no, no but it. like, what was, what was it that scene in the embassy where she just sits down with, without, like, even introducing herself, uh, kisses her new, like, what, Russian embassy leader boyfriend, <laughs> and then just goes, oh, hi, Victor. How you been? <laughs> oh, hey, hi. Um, 
Um, like, I loved all that it's stuff. Kind of weird. Um, but we skipped ahead a bit. We need to talk about the training montages, which is obviously okay. the core of any Rocky movie. So, obviously, with any with any Rocky movie, but, okay, the secret to the reason that um, Adonis lost the first match. Oh, as soon as the first match was that early, we were like, oh, so he's going to lose it then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's, that's a Rocky movie. You, you just if know. If you fight early, you're losing. <laughs> if you fight at the end, you're either going the distance or you're winning. But. The reason he lost, which we all know, is because he trained for that fight by boxing. Yeah. and That's not how you win. No, that's not how you win a boxing match. And he match. trained without Rocky. The, Two the, things. So the first thing Rocky says is, no, 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 no. I'm going to take you to the desert. And we're going to... No, but we need to... So first of all, Rocky refuses to train him for the first match. Why is it completely unclear? Right, the movie does not make that clear. Okay. But then they need them to split up for a little while. Yeah, that was a little like, contrived. Like, he goes, I'm not going to help you. Great, bye. Next minute he's fighting, he's losing. And then, when him and Rocky finally get back together... I think because Rocky thought he was going to lose. Rightly yeah, but, so. Yeah, but then Rocky, Rocky should have been there to throw the towel in because that had been his narrative about No, Apollo. because, because um, um, Creed pushed him by saying, I'm doing this with or without you. So he actually gave him an ultimatum. Yeah, but, yeah, I just thought it was like... It was a little bit ham-fisted. But then, anyway, yeah, Rocky's like, okay, forget about training in the gym. Honey, please. We're going out to the desert. <laughs> we don't know what desert they're in. It's really inexplicable. It's not at all as good as the Rocky training sequence in the snow in Russia, right? It's just not. Because that was just no. incredible. And that was him using the elements he was in. This is them moving away from the plush LA elements and like forcing a montage and like bringing him to the desert. We didn't quite know where he was. It didn't make any sense. The next minute, he's punching Michael That's B. Jordan in the stomach. That's where fighters go to be reborn, He's Kathy. punching him in the stomach with like bowling balls. <laughs> he, at one point, he's got like, kind of like, I guess a mask someone would wear like in S&M, like really intense S&M. But like, but then there's a tire at the end of it and Michael B. Jordan's like lifting it up with his head. No, no, he, yeah, he's lifting a giant uh, weight with his own head. Yeah, which makes no sense. Like nobody needs to do that. And then... He's just punching a load of tires, and at this point, I'm like, he could just be punching like a box. Like, surely the only reason Rocky punched meat in the first movie was kind of for lack of alternative equipment, right? Yeah. Like Michael B. Jordan's the world heavyweight champion. He doesn't need to go and punch. No, you got to go tires. to the desert to rebuild. And then, I mean, I still got really into it because obviously the Rocky music was pumping, and uh, you know, you know, he's like collapsing in the middle of a road because he's so exhausted. But then it appears like the next day, he's running down a road. Like, they didn't really establish the passage of time, did they? Yes, they, they did. They, no, you oh, know, his beard grew a little bit. No, no, you know you know that time has passed because in the middle of the montage, he uh, has a giant hammer and strikes the ground. And then, and then Rocky said, he's ready. <laughs> and, then, and then and then you that's and then how Avon you, Barks said it from The Wire, That's how you know he's it? ready. Um, yeah, yeah, Wood Harris. Um, <coughs> and also Michael B. Jordan from The Wire. So a bit of a reunion. I know, uh, makes me so which happy. Which is a shame because they, he... Oh, I was about to spoil the wire. Yeah, don't there. spoil the wire. Where um, Wallace hat? Um, <laughs> but no, it was amazing. And then what else? Oh yeah, his relationship. No, but sorry, I th- oh. my, sorry. My favorite part of that montage of all those little nonsense training techniques was at one point Creed is literally having a fight with a fire. Yeah, that was weird. Like, While Rocky just watches. He's just <laughs> now. Sorry, there's one little little moment which I loved in this movie. It's just at the very very beginning um, when he's about to uh, fight your man and win the heavyweight championships of the world when Rocky first shows up in the training room I loved the sort of 
easy rapport they had with each other and they were both sort of swaying like yeah, they in were unison. It was in unison yeah. and they were going through the moves almost like lovely. muscle memory uh, i just love that little touch yeah there's a lot of nice little They've amazing chemistry. character touches yeah, in this they honestly have better chemistry and, and are t- better together than what sylvester sloan was with apollo creed i think um, and i also think well onto the relationship with tessa thompson I just love every part of it. I love the way she like challenges him, and I love how cool she is. And honestly, because I haven't rewatched the original Creed, I'd forgotten a lot of the stuff around her character about how she was losing her hearing, and there's just like a lot of like stuff going on with her. And then when she realizes she's pregnant, and then they immediately think about the hearing. You know, that was like that was a, quite a serious issue. And and then when the baby was born, they're testing the baby's hearing, and then right at the end, and and then Rocky says to him, but but you love the baby either way and like you know she's a baby she's fine and at the end we see the baby's wearing her little um little head like headphone things like hearing aid things yeah, and lovely. it was just like that's just when i just burst into tears not because i was sad for the baby but it was just they just it was so she, well done like it's so well directed yeah and they that's said she's they a said. fighter like her mom and she's a cool baby she's happy she's coping but it was just such a good scene and then it was intercut with that scene with Rocky and his son which I was just bawling crying about as well because we know he's got such a fractured relationship with his son I just thought it was I mean, so built, well they, done at they the end. really built up to that very yeah. well uh, like, the, like the, the moment where he picks up the phone like I love that Rocky doesn't have a mobile and has has a, an of old contacts book with his son's number written in it, um, which is what's so good about him. But you mentioned they fooled me because I thought the end of the movie, honestly, thought the end of the movie was going to be Rocky going home, and then the lights would fade and he's looking out the window and the street lamp would come on. <laughs> yeah, they never they, they never they finished up the plot with what the street happened lamp. The street lamp. Hello, <laughs> I need to know. That's going to be in Creed three. But I thought that would be the end, and I thought that would have been really nice. So then, when he met his son, I wasn't thinking about that at all. So that okay. completely blew me away. I loved it. Do you think that Sylvester Stallone is coming back for another one? Because Absolutely. no, but but the, the end of this movie very much tight. It, it's a very neat ending for Rocky. Which Dave, have you, you seen could, Rocky five? When they said he'd never fight again. No, no, but he, you know, he. This might be a promotional stunt, but he released a video yesterday saying this is going to be his last one. No way. But he said the word probably. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, probably. Whatever. Like nobody cares if you. Say no, no. But there's a lo- there is a. It's a lovely little scene where he basically says, "This is your journey now," or something like that, and he sits down in the camera, sort of. Yeah, but the last two move- movies have been Creed's journey. Like Sylvester Stallone's been a background character in the last two movies. What he, what I thought yeah, but, was yes, going to happen. Clearly, that's put in for an for a, a neat little bow tie exit for Sylvester no, Stallone. No, because what's going to happen is, in twenty years' time, they're going to come back again with Michael B. Jordan's daughter, and Rocky's <laughs> going to train her. And I absolutely guarantee you that's going to happen. They may accelerate it. Wait. They may do it in ten years' time and like set it a bit in the future. But she has to come back. No, they're going to wait. No. No, do ten, years, ten years now will be on to Creed 8. Yeah. And then 10 years after that, there'll be a new franchise. Okay, called, I cannot wait. What was the baby's name? I a- don't know. Adama or something. It's probably something ridiculous, Am- like Am- Adonis Am- or Apollo or something. Um, <laughs> but what I genuinely had this amazing moment where I thought, like, you know, when the first match happened really early, I thought, okay, what if Creed dies now and then the end of this movie is Rocky going the distance against Drago's son and that would have been incredible. But alas, <laughs> no. that was not to be. I mean, we say that, we're laughing at that like that's a ridiculous thing. But in 2006, he did take yeah, on the heavyweight we saw Rocky champion Balboa. of the world. And that was only 10 years ago. Side note on Rocky Balboa, because before that I had never seen him. 
any of the Rocky movies in the cinema. I'd like to see them all on DVD or whatever, VHS. And then <coughs> when I saw Rocky Balboa in the cinema, I remember we went with a big group of friends. And oh, we were all thrilling. so exciting. Like, we all che- like the whole cinema was cheering at the end. Like, it was just one of those events. It was just so Do you know funny what though, and fun. These movies, like, I the boxing scenes, they've, they, they're at a point now where they're shot so well I'm like I wince I was wincing and I knew he was going to lose punch. the first match and win the second match so I knew the result of both matches you wince you yeah. cheer you're you're like you're with it it's like it's the most and you're just in the ring with them it's like and I don't know why so I love well boxing movies so much because I wouldn't in a million years you couldn't pay me to watch a, back, a boxing match in real life like I find it abhorrent the sport it's an awful sport give me a boxing movie and I would love every minute of it but you know why um, it's so popular and it's why it's what the promoter kind of nailed it at the beginning it's all stories and uh, and uh, whatever leg- your legacy and there was a great line there's a lot of great lines in this movie there was a great line from that the boxing promoter which was there have been 77 heavyweight champions of the world how many do you think these people can remember? Four, five. It's a, it's a great little challenge. It is a good challenge because what you want people Michael remember B. Jordan, stories. You want Michael B. Jordan in that moment to say, "I don't care if strangers in a crowd remember me. I care about my wife and child." But he can't do it, and that's why he's a sportsman because well, I, he cares about like he cares about that sort of thing. Because to me, if I had a brand new baby at home like I did last year, and you were like, "I'm going to go off and fight this this tank." Of a man who will knock me out even when the bell's gone as he did the first time. I mean, like, you couldn't even picture it. And, like, Tessa Thompson, I actually thought it was quite cool because she says, you know, I don't want to be like your mom who lost his dad. But then she, so you kind of think she's going to be really disapproving and, like, not at all involved by the end. But then, because she's a, mu- a musician, she actually comes out, like, singing with him, which I thought was quite cool. Like, it was like they were a but team. The song was really bad. It was funny because people kept saying she's a really good singer, and I was like, "Well, I like the music, but like the actual <laughs> singing demonstrated weird. was just like her voice it was really being manipulated." Cringy, I thought. Yeah, but I think she's so good; she pulls it off. I think she's my new favorite actress because everything she's in, she just does so fantastically, and she plays. I've seen her like playing quite great a range. range. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's and like they Remember are her both Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, she like her great. and her and Michael B. Jordan are just huge now. Like she's obviously been in so many things, but including Thor, and obviously he was like the villain in Black Panther I mean they're just massive but I just thought they had such great chemistry together like they just felt like I mean aside from being astonishingly good looking they felt like a real normal couple yeah, together they're, which very, is, they're very grounded yeah it's like it's hard to do that they're very good together yeah. um, I will say just step a slight step back to your point about his motivations uh, I agree I thought they were a little unclear the first time round I get the sort of emotion and the father thing, and I guess that's what was kind of driving it. But he wasn't even um, like his, his. He never raised him. Like they had no relationship, did, yeah, his father well, and it son. Also, didn't really make sense. It just felt like movie needed it to happen. Um, Whereas the second time round like, made sense. Yeah, the second time round, and they had a few good moments that sort of solidified why he was doing it. Um, and it's his mother sort of saying, and Tessa Thompson saying, you know, he's kind, he's lost, he's lost his purpose. He doesn't know. He, and, and I love that moment of him under, in the swimming pool screaming. Yeah, that was um, good. And, and you get... It, it's almost like boxing to this family, and maybe this is how, how it's treated in general, is almost like a curse. Like, And I liked that, that he had achieved everything he'd stro- been striving for, heavyweight champion of the world. And he has a great line with his mother in the kitchen, um, which was something like, why don't I feel like I'm a champion? You know, and that, your dad never did either. Yeah, and it's almost like that. It's but a that's human the hunger. craving, isn't it? You, ne- it's never. 
enough is never enough. Well, you often hear about these, say, people who are like, uh, I guess, high risk professions, right? Like boxing being one or people who are like entrepreneurs, like how how someone who's an entrepreneur can become a millionaire and then they can risk it all and lose all their money again. Or someone who's a gambler because because you, you get to the point where you've won all that money or you've won a match and then it's like, oh, the adrenaline you, you need now? that again you're never going to stop yeah like he's not going to say oh I'm world champion great bye like that's not going to happen um, but yeah I just think like it, I don't know I just loved it and I just loved and this is where like the I always think this is good at the Rocky movies the way the family stuff's just in it like the stuff with his wife and when they have the baby and there was <coughs> slightly annoyed me but it was so sweet the scene where he gets left alone with the baby for like three hours and he's like completely freaking out and then has this kind of moment where he he like has an epiphany about his life it's like no that's just actually any normal evening with the baby but like you're clearly <laughs> used to the wife doing everything I like that the only thing that made the baby stop crying was watching boxing oh my god that was ridiculous I mean come on um, he brought her to the boxing ring also think- side note the baby had the same buggy as ours did also that was like four different babies and they kept the showing the buggy changed every time um, <laughs> the baby was so cute can we just the four babies were so cute um can last I think we should wrap this up but last thing we haven't really talked about Dolph Lundgren as Ivan Drago and oh, I thought he was I thought it was a, a lovely performance yeah. um, he was and, fantastic. and how great that they can revisit a character who was essentially a nothing character Let's like Rocky IV he is just a one note monster he's machine he's just a blonde piece of me and he's he, he, they didn't give him a character except that he was a prick um and killed and killed, <laughs> remorselessly killed Apollo Creed and then at the start of this and movie he goes you're but smaller than your dad he doesn't even get to talk in that movie and in this one he's carrying like he's stooped and he's carrying the weight of that loss for yeah. for three decades and it's they wrote such a good so motivator well, and he acted it so well and that's what was so cool about dimensionalising them because at the start you just think oh yeah whatever they're the baddies but like you're right they're so much better written than they were in that movie and like, oh, he's a really good superb. actor which I didn't know he nailed it and, yeah. and the, the scene with him and uh, Rocky in the restaurant was excellent even the very beginning when you get that little how sort of I mean really their life and the way they're training is very similar to how Rocky started out, which I liked. Oh it's yeah, they're the underdogs. They're in Ukraine and they're like he's, <laughs> they're he's, lifting, he's lifting crates and cement and yeah. it's, it's all like. Um, and then he saw like in the middle of the movie, like in the first match, when the sons, um, you know, has taken maybe one punch from Creed because Creed's doing a terrible job, but he says something like. This is why your mother left. You're embarrassing yourself. Like he's so <laughs> he's horrible, horrible to his son. Yeah. So then at the end. But he's angry. He's so angry because of his, what his life was. But he, at the end, the fact that he did throw in the towel and saved his son. Because his son maybe could have gone the distance and might have won the game because he'd been winning all the individual rounds. But at what cost to his health? And yeah. the fact that the dad in the end was like, saw the mom walk off, realised actually that even, well, they were never going to win her approval. But even if they did, like, you know, to what end? What's the point in her approval? And it just felt really profound. But yeah, I just loved they it They really all. earned that moment. Yeah, that they really earned it. So, so good. Um, people can probably tell that we are just obsessed with Rocky movies and love them because this is probably a bit of a biased review. I will say, though, I mean, we're, we're gushing about it. It, d- it didn't quite have the same um, impact for me that the first one had, uh, Creed, the first one, as in just because that... That was so that unexpected. F- yeah, and it, yeah. Was, it felt, felt new. And I mean, this is very much where can we move this plot but however the, the the sort of adversaries in this one 
like a million times better. Both can't of them. even remember the anniversaries. Like, exactly. Creed. Who yeah. who was the guy he fought in Creed? I don't even remember. It might have been the guy he was at the start of this movie. Was it? Oh, he was a British guy, wasn't he? I think he was a real fighter as well. Yeah, real fighter. Remember. He was a sort of a Conor McGregor sort of type. That kind of thing. But anyway, anyway look, we don't need to sp- speculate on the Battle um, of Creed one. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Let us know what you thought of the movie. If you liked it as much as we did, or if you think otherwise. I think we should do like a whole. Let's like go through all. I want to watch all the Rocky movies again. I mean, yes, I do. Love a big to do old that, series of podcasts. I think having it. a full time job. Yeah, we don't have time to do that. Interview. Sorry for teasing you <laughs> yeah. all. All right. I mean, um, I don't think you tease anyone because no one would listen to us doing that. Yeah, they would. Let us know. Would you want? Do you want <laughs> no, us to watch all the Rocky movies know, in one big sitting? No. I'll do another marathon. No. Um, right, we're going. We walk past our house loads okay. of times. Our babysitter. Please we're follow us. We're at the cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe and review us. And, and rate us and uh, we love you all uh, bye bye I came here tonight I didn't know what to expect I seen a lot of people hating me and I didn't know what to feel about that so I guess I didn't like you much none either I think that I didn't like them too during this fight, I seen a lot of changing. The way you felt about me and the way I felt about you. In here, there were two guys killing each other. But I guess that's better. And 20 million. So what I'm trying to say is that if I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. My kid who should be home sleeping. Merry Christmas, kid! Just see what you got to just pop! Fire! Oh,